guests are Mr. Kangwa Felix, your usual presenter on Friday, like today. Okay, so Mr. Kangwa Felix is going to be telling us about uh, uh, entrepreneurship. So you can tell us what entrepreneurship is. Uh. Yeah, um, I think before I answer that question, um, I think I've received some overwhelming response from listeners, more especially the youth, those that invited me that we come and share this platform. We discuss what is entrepreneurship and other parts of the entrepreneurship. So entrepreneurship, in short, what we can say is that it is simply coming up with a new idea or it could be this the old idea. You change it, you improve it, so that you solve a problem for your customers. Once you do that, what's going to happen is that your customers are going to pay you. Because in our communities, there are just so many problems, despite the fact that there are no jobs, but there are too many problems within our country. Either you're talking about no electricity, no water, no food, no clothing. The list is endless in terms of problems. So you solve a problem, then people will pay you for the problems that you solve. The bigger the problem you solve, the more money they are going to pay you. The smaller the problem you solve, the smaller the money they are going to pay you. So it depends on the size of the problem that you are, you are solving. All right, thank you so much, sir. So, Manfesto, you can tell us what you think about entrepreneurship. <coughs> yeah, entrepreneurship, as it has already been mentioned by uh, the sir here, uh, it's starting, it's coming up with an idea or maybe improving someone's idea. It's about improvisation. Uh, but as you are, interpre- you are inter- in entrepreneurship, you are not just looking at yourself, what are your needs, but you are also looking at what does my community need, what is the need of the country, um, is my economy struggling or is it going to do better. That's where we stand as entrepreneurs. And that should be something that should be embraced for youths. That's what I think about entrepreneurship myself. Okay, Mupeta, you can tell us your perspective about entrepreneurship. Um, it's not something different from what they've said. It's just something where you think about something and then improve it. Like, on your own. You don't need somebody else on your own. Yeah. Okay. And then now, sorry, you can please tell us what, how can someone become an entrepreneur? I mean, a youth. How can a youth become an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think... Uh, what I've heard, a lot of people, they say, tell me the business which I must start. No one can tell you which business you can start. So, what it is, uh, you have what it takes to do a business. So, there are three parts that are involved in terms of maybe you becoming a business person. Like, especially, I think, for the youth. Mm, if you check around, maybe you find you, you ask yourself maybe how many teachers have been trained, you'll find they are in thousands, maybe tens of thousands, maybe sixty or seventy thousands. Who is going to give them a job? It's very difficult to understand. The government does not usually give a job. The government will just provide the environment for job creation. For example, they have educated you, they have given you the skills, there could be some advantages in the environment that where you are living. So, nobody can tell you that do this business, but there are three things which are a guide for you to start a business. Of course, it goes beyond even the youth. What it is, uh, there are even adults, even though we are celebrating maybe the youth day today, 
there are adults who are not employed. So as a consequence, there are three parts that are involved. I'll just mention them broadly. The first thing you must look at, um, for example, what do you think about all day long? Uh, sometimes, let me give an example. Here is a young girl. She just likes singing or she loves singing and she can sing without being paid. She sings well, okay? Yes. Meaning we are saying she has a passion for singing. Have you ever seen maybe in your school, there are some boys, uh, he can crack jokes and he's not asking you to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I think you have seen that. Mm -hmm. he, he can just crack jokes every day, cracks jokes. That person can create a business from there. Can you tell him to say, oh, Saraula? No, because he does not love that. But when he cracks a joke, you can even know he has a passion for, uh, for, for comedy. Mm -hmm. Maybe he can be a comedian. Comedians, they make a lot of money. Okay? Yes. So you must have something. When you are doing it, you will find that you are absorbed by it. It takes you on. And you don't ask people to pay. You just love it. So that's passion. So business, you must have a passion. Whatever you think, always there is something that you do. You don't tell people to pay. Just know that's your passion. Then next, you must have what we call, I think I will not go much in details. The next one, you must have skills or talents. If you are not born with talents, find a skill. Then apart from that, you must also have, there are certain things which will favor you, those which I call them advantages. So I think that's broadly speaking how somebody can start a business. Okay, so um, you said you speak broadly, but I'm kindly asking, can you speak in details, like go deeper? Yes, I think uh, uh, let me start, let's say, with uh, skills. You know, when you are going for training, or you are going for a college, that's one part where you can get skills. Don't just take a course because it's called a degree or because it's called maybe a diploma. Look for something that will give you a skill which you are going to help others. How do you get skills? You can go to college. You can go to a university. Apart from that, you can learn from a friend or you can learn from parents. There could be maybe your parents are maybe producing vegetables without buying fertilizer. Maybe they are making some uh, organic fertilizers. You can learn those as skills. You can make money from there. Okay? So skills don't get a skill just because uh, like that's the situation in Zambia. Uh, most of us we go for a skill or we go for a training just because it's called a degree. Look, there are many, many graduates who are here in our streets. Okay? Look how many teachers are graduating every year. They are in tens of thousands every year. And who is going to employ them? They must see that what they have are skills. Uh, previously, we would say that, okay, if I became a doctor, then everyone would want me. No. There are many doctors right now, in fact, if they are listening to this program, they can attest to what I'm saying. They are not yet employed. But they have skills. You know, a doctor can even operate this one, this small room. He can use it as a clinic. Just because they will hear the name doctor, they will come. 
Hai, because they have a skill. <laughs> so go for skills which are in demand. Look, here is somebody who learns how to make maybe cakes. I think, uh, I wouldn't like to mention a name, but there is a wedding we saw on the TV one time. It had so many layers for a very popular man, oh. but I will not mention it. <laughs> I know you are free to mention he's a public figure. Mouse. It was, yes. So we don't know. Only one guesses how much that cake was paid for. It's just guessing. Maybe 20,000, maybe mm -hmm. 25. Imagine you make four such cakes. A skill, that one you may not even need a college. A neighbor can teach you that skill. How to make those nice cakes. He just says, can you pay 1,000? And for, for you, that's a college. How many cakes do you need to make in a time to be comfortable? Maybe just two, 25,000. Yeah, Next good. month, so all you do, you go even in Lusaka, you advertise yourself. You guys, you are, you are really savvy at uh, these my social media. You advertise. You make one. If possible, make one where, what do we say? Oh, you are having a wedding and people have never known you. Bring, I will make for you free. Hey, free. Most people don't want to make things which are free. But you make and immediately people see, what will they do? They'll be interested. They'll be calling you. Who did it for you? It's that one. How much did I didn't pay? Hey, I'm ready to give that person 5,000. <laughs> you have seen? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So go for skills which are in demand. If your skills are not needed like where we are here in Mazabuka, migrate. Go to a place maybe which is popu uh, populated. Then make sure you, you you make yourself available to the community or to the environment. Um, you publicize yourself, you do some kind of marketing. And the easiest way of marketing, give free. You, may, you know how to make scones? Give, you make few samples, you give to the neighbors or your friends. Or where they are saying, no, there is a wedding, sing free. And you know, what you do is you are trusting only your voice that it will do the work. And you make people hear how you are singing. You find that people will be inviting you and they will suggest the price themselves. So that's about in terms of maybe uh, skills. For passion, why is passion so important? The love of what you want to do, the business. If there is a lot of excitement when you are starting a business. Maybe somebody, maybe an uncle or a brother gives you maybe 3,000 or 4,000. You start and you, you even tell now everyone to say, oh, I'm in business, I'm doing business. But there will be tough times. Tough times will only be pushed away by the passion that you have. If you are able to do it free, what about when you are in business? You will still stay on when things are hard. So... If any business you want to start, ask, what skills do I have? That's the first thing. Like if, for those who are listening from outside, ask yourselves, which skill do I have and for who can I do it for? Once you know that, then that business you'll do it without so much asking or consultations. So, ask yourself what skills you have. Then, next do you love that skill? 
you may find somebody has done maybe is a dentist but he or she doesn't want because maybe the parents say they do it that skill you have but you don't have the passion so you need for skills don't be limited by just one no me i was trained as a dentist no me i was trained as a what learn get two three more skills when things are hard in this industry you migrate you go into the other industry I don't know maybe I'm too fast if you have some questions you can still ask No yeah it's clear Uh huh so do I move to the next part mm-hmm. Yes so the next part we can look at is um uh, what is your background in that business or what are your advantages in that business you want to go in So you can see like what I'm saying a lot of people say which business do I do I can't tell you because i don't know your skills to i don't know your uh, uh what's this the passion do you love it no can you go and sell vegetables at the market and you don't love it and you feel that you'll be embarrassed by carrying uh <laughs> like a, <laughs> a container for <laughs> for vegetables so as a result you can't do that business so you must have uh, passion. a passion you must have love for that business the it's like glue it will stick you in that business even when things are not okay like right now when the economy is down it's a slumpy uh what will keep you or what keeps most businesses just love he says i don't know what I, what else i can do what is keeping him the it's love. the passion the love that he has it's the glue that puts that person inside that business so we talked about advantages what are the advantages or your background what is favoring you for you to do that business so we can look at for example advantages let's say at your place there is a carroom which was constructed maybe by your parents for example and it's not being used and you think okay i'll use it as my small kitchen for baking bread or for baking for making what uh, maybe cakes i'll use it as my kitchen which is the other advantage there is a stove it's not being used or the stove is being used and your parents they say use it it's an advantage in short we are saying what resources do you have okay mm-hmm. so w- we have talked about maybe buildings or maybe your business is involved in delivery there could be a vehicle or it could be a wheelbarrow it could be a a bicycle it could be anything that can be used maybe to deliver your products so consequently those are your advantages there are many many advantages others like maybe some of you may not be at that level you may find your brother or your sister or your uncle you was working for a company where they were making sausages and he was involved in making sausages what do you think he can do help you you start the business he doesn't need to consult person a person b person c what does he do or he says ah you see daddy give me just 2000 i want to start i sell i see how what does he do he buys all the ingredients he buys the meat 
and he makes the sausages. What does he do again? Next, he may give a few neighbors to taste, small samples. Next, they give him orders. Can you make me so that I sell? You are in business. Where are you getting that background or advantage? The place where you worked. And most of the people look at this. He or she has started doing business. What do they do? No, I want to be paid a lot of money. No. Businesses don't pay you for a lot of money. Businesses pay you to learn a skill. Yes. You have seen the advantage. So mm -hmm. get a job, not because there will be a lot of money. Get a job to get a skill. Okay? They will pay you small money. What else are they giving you? The experience. But most of the youth, they will say, oh, no, I can't work. They are not paying us. No. You are getting two things. That's small money plus the experience. So that's the background. Imagine if I were to work here for two years, I will learn everything. And even if they say, don't be paid anything, by the time I move out, I am already in the media industry. But sir, do, do some of these skills are not uh, comprehensive with our culture. What can you say for someone who has a skill that is not in the same line with what the parents think about their future? Okay, are you able to give an example? For example, I can talk about someone who's a very good dancer but does not dance uh, with clothes on. Or maybe let me say it's uh, this is what we call car dancers. Or maybe a young girl who knows how to dance but the only way they can impress people is when they have their bodies outside exposed to the environment or to everyone who's around. Then the parents are not into that business. Parents don't want that business. But it's still a business. Uh, yes, uh, what it is. Like, for example, if you just copy, let's say, from, it could be these outside countries. Western. Yes, Western countries. What is there, uh, for them, it's part of their culture, the way they live. But for us, we have some defined culture, what is accepted and what is not accepted. And in fact, business is for people. So, for instance, if what you are saying, like, maybe exposure of the sensitive parts of the body, then you find that um, you, or the business that you are going to do, it will be in conflict with the community. Community are the people who buy the services, your product. So as a result, you will not have even buyers. There will be few, they will be limited. Because business, for you to do business, who gives you permission? It's the community. The community gives you permission for you to do business. So if what you are doing is not in line with the culture, the community, in fact, will close that business. They will not close because they come and say, we are going to close this business. They will vote using their money that we are not going to buy this. So your business will die. So your question is right. Your business must be in line with the culture where you are living. But culture nowadays is not almost an aspect in the business because we've got, um, when you're doing a business, I do understand that when you have a certain business, it must be concentrated on some part of people, a group of society that will get the business. For example, I can give out this example, which I already gave out, can be focused or maybe be appointed on youths. Youths love Western culture for nowadays. I cannot lie to, to that extent. 
out there in the streets if you were to go out in the streets of Mazabuka right now to see the number of youths who are putting on a lot of clothes that come from the western side you'd it would be surprising your business sometimes might not die because you're focusing it on some area in society whereas the biggest area in society which are the parents is not in line with what you are doing what can a youth who is successful but is not in line with what the parents want should they close down their business and let the money fly away or should they continue and go against their parents will mm, yeah it's 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 really it's a dilemma it, yeah it needs some kind of balance um one in fact you yourself as a youth yes. there is a conscious that all of us we are born with a conscious is another person within you inside uh, it speaks a small voice in fact there are two human beings in, in in you there is what we call a coach and a critic so this other one will be telling you no just do it after all you don't have the money let's say for example i want to go into a business where uh, i know there are situations for example where people do businesses uh, which are in conflict like in Zambia, for example, there are a lot of people who may say they will use some hebo or juju to do business. But look at these uh, multinational companies. For example, we can still mention them like ShopRite. What do they do which is in conflict with our culture? Nothing. How do they attract customers? They will bring a, maybe the widest range of products which suits almost everybody's budget. That's what they do. But for us, sometimes we want to go where you, you hear maybe someone killed an albino, something like that. Yes. Then they'll say they'll make something to create a business. The conscious itself must tell you that what you are doing is wrong. As long as you're against your conscious, that business will not run uh, maybe the longest period. For a shorter period, maybe it may sustain. Because I don't know, in terms of science, I know other people may maybe they, they they know maybe those things work but these big companies like the ones i've mentioned they do just what is right that's what they do either they are tempering with pricing like look at uh, some slogans they'll say the lowest price whatever others will come up and when you go in you even see that slogan actually it's in line with what they are preaching and in that case people support it by going to be regular customers in those businesses. Okay, um, to our listeners, just a reminder, I'm your first host, Luendo, the second host, Mupetaim, and first third host. Our guest is Mr. Kangwa Felix. We're talking about youth bonus, youth celebration bonus, and our topic, entrepreneurship. Thank you. Um, I have a question. You say, isn't it a person who's under entrepreneurship is called an entrepreneur? Now, that entrepreneur has to have some factors or characteristics that they, a person has to be in a certain way for them to manage the entrepreneurship sector. So, can you please outline some of the characteristics? Mm, I know, in the oldest version, uh, in the oldest version, uh, there were a lot of characteristics which they say entrepreneurs are born. But this time, uh, in terms of business, most of these people have done entrepreneurship. Today they are saying, entrepreneurship is like a game. 
if you want to learn, let's say, netball, if you want to play, anyone of us here, we can play netball. How? Through, uh, for example, uh, learning the skills of netball. You can play chess. How? By learning the skills and rules of chess. So in business, when you say entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, generally speaking, is not actually being born. Entrepreneurship is about learning skills because there are many parts of business. It could be accounting, it could be marketing, it could be uh, maybe sales, uh, human resource management, maybe infrastructure development, so on and so forth. So uh, that vision it's something that was held in the past that some people are just born entrepreneurs. You can go in with a blank mind, come two years, you find that you have created enough wealth for the community and of course for yourself. So entrepreneurship is learnable, it's a skill. If you want to learn, let's say public speaking, what do you do? You go to the gurus, those who can teach you how to speak. You read books. Uh, you come up with maybe activities that you must be doing maybe on daily basis. So as a youth, you must come up with a goal that you are going to learn entrepreneurship. There are people who have been in seven businesses. How? Simply having the passion, interest to learn. Once you learn those skills, you'll be in a position to do your business. So entrepreneurship is learnable. But others, they will say, no, you must have courage, you must persist. Yes, you must persist. But if you don't have the skills, you will still be uh, unsuccessful in terms of business. So I think that's the way I can answer it. I know there are characteristics. Most old books they used to list. By this time, they are saying entrepreneurship is a learnable thing and it has no age. Uh, I don't know if you might have taken interest one day. There is one man who was, I think, 66. KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. On your left, as you go to Lusaka, if you are coming from Mazabuka, McKinney Mall. See, there is some red coloring there, then they show an old man there. Uh, they, 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 that thing, it's a big thing. It's a Mount Billion. A person who started it was 66 years. And yet, Somebody who is 40 says, no, I think I'm out. No, I think I'm sorry. No, I'm too young. <laughs> and right now, most of the multi-billionaires are young people who are going because of the social media skills which have come up. A lot of people are using those and then they exploit and then they come up with new products and ideas are not limited. You can start with completely, completely one idea. Like I have said, Let's go for solving big problems. Big problems, big money. Selling, uh, uh, what's this, groundnuts on the streets in small packets of one kwacha. Every day you sell 10. You'll be going with 10 kwacha. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the thing. So we must learn to solve the biggest problem. Always put yourself as a, one of the biggest people solves big problems. The bigger the problems, the more money we are going to create for our country. Okay, um, to our listeners out there, today we're talking about entrepreneurship. Um, we're your hosts, Manfesto, Mupeta, and me, Luendo. Uh, our, our guest's name is Mr. Kangwa. It's about youth celebration bonus. So, Mr. Mr. Kangwa, we understand, has 
there have been any noticeable differences in the way that youths participate from the last two decades and now? Mm, participation in terms of entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship, in, uh, youths in particular. During the last two decades, has there been any noticeable di difference? Yeah, I may not just maybe list or itemize maybe the youth, but what I still think is that most of the youth they have taken up entrepreneurship by the bull's horns. So what it is, because of the shortage of jobs, most of the youth, they are trying as much as possible to come up with new services, new products. Reason, most of them who have gone to schools and colleges, they have come to realize that no one will give them that job. So as a result, they create their own jobs. So this time, it's one of the best times. We should avoid things like, for example, uh, what we should avoid, like maybe for the youth that are not employed. There is that kind of, I wonder if, it's, if I can call it maybe a political language where people just continue saying, no, things are so horrible, things are not okay. <laughs> yes. Hey, go to, what's this? Kenneth Kaunda International Airport, see people are descending from those those uh, those airlines. Mm -hmm. It's whites, Chinese, uh, all these other people are not part of our country. What are they looking for? The, the Zambia's resources, uh, like if you say, two over three or 67% of the water is found in Zambia, underground water. It's one of the richest countries in terms of water. Eh? So, the resources are there for the youth. All you need to do, don't be limited by the stories of uh, no capital. I don't have capital. And what do they mean by capital? They talk about money. Mm -hmm. Look, uh, I wonder maybe amongst you, have you ever heard of this guy called Jeff Bezos? Yes. Amazon.com? Yes. Mm -hmm. You just click Amazon. Many products. That person... He started his business where? I've said backgrounds. You must have a background. He resigned, <laughs> for your information, he resigned from a company where he was a vice president of a financing company. After resigning, what does he do? He went down south within America and he started his company in the yard in his house where he was renting. Look at that. Yeah, it's, eh? it's amazing. He starts a business in the yard where he was renting. And where? Which office? A garage. And what <laughs> did he do? Did he buy books? He listed books. And for him to stop job, how did he do it? They gave him a research. Go and find out what the internet is doing. Him, them, they were giving loans, giving money. Now what does he do? Him says no. He tells the company. Let's go into sales of books. The company says, we must be mad. As we are giving loans, then we start selling books. Then the guy asks, right now, if I can stay in this company and I reach 80, what will be my biggest regret? So, the capital he got, other people started bringing capital when they saw now the company was booming. But he started with just a computer, maybe by that time, not laptop, they were not common and a garage. That's where the company started from. It's a mouth 
billion billion company in terms of dollars not kwacha okay mm-hmm. to our listeners out there if you want to participate to ask a question or contribute to our program you may call us on the following lines 0974 so that's the 907207 0974907207 or 0763987987090763987987 right thank you what we call on the line okay hello yes good afternoon my fellow boys and the big man afternoon how are you I'm okay. I'm calling you from uh, within Mazaboka. This is Mr. Pumulo. Okay, Mr. Pumulo, you may tell us what you want to tell us your contribution or your question. No, it's just uh, uh, some contributions. Though I was dozing, but I found the the program just on the way. I'm very overwhelmed, very happy, and I felt like maybe let me also throw in one or two things to this program. All right. Uh I want you to take a very very serious observation over this program. Yes. Uh this program is very important and the way the big man is articulating issues here I'm telling you the truth this country was going to be a vibrant country very rich economically and even our quarter this time as we were talking I think we were going to match one by one on one with a dollar. Right. But hmm? As I'm talking to you now, just observe how many youths are going to ask questions or contribute. How many youths are going to ask questions and contribute? And come Monday in the morning on the political platforms, you observe how many youths are going to ask questions and contribute and insult elderly people. Very, very few people are going to contribute now. Now coming to my point, uh, my contributions over this program. Uh, to be honest with you to be very realistic with you above all the things above all the things the big man has mentioned the simple and the simplest thing as we can what we can do as uh, as youth i prefer farming when you go into farming i'm telling you the truth you can't go wrong very practical and the simple examples i'm going to give you Just a simple hundred kwacha, simple hundred kwacha. You buy maybe about five, five lines of seedlings of onion. Just five for a start, ten kwacha by each. You plant them. That other fifty uh, kwacha, you divide it. You buy simple fertilizers, beso for twenty-five kwacha. The other five twenty-five kwacha, the top dressing. Those are the only things onion will need: water and fertilizer. Maybe with the controlling of weeds. Though that hundred kwacha, I tell you the truth, will give you a one thousand. Bet with me, it will give you a one thousand after three months or four months if you sell the onion. It will give you one thousand. Then you multiply that project you had by ten. Can you imagine? Eh? How, how much are you going to realize by the end of the year? Because we have about twelve months in a year. By the end of the year, how much are you going to realize? Apart from that, we organize yourselves. We look for to buy small lands. We dig given to me God. You dig a mugodi. You go for at least uh, you advance a bit. A 10 kg of seed, maize seed, a 10 kg has got about 53 seeds inside. 
53,000 seeds inside. And if it has got 53,000 seeds inside, that is exactly the money you have. Because each cobble will be able to sell it at one quart. And if you are lucky, some of the cobs will be able to sell them at two quarts. Now, it means you have 53,000 plus. That is just within how many? Within three months. The problem is we only want clean jobs. We only want to be employed. Sometimes don't look for employment. Employ yourself. Just employ yourself. At the end of the day, you employ your fellow youths. Those are the things you should be trying to be focusing on. Not every time we feel like we want to be employed. Every time no want to be employed. Life is so hard. We are so many. The 16 million people we are counting this time, we are, maybe we have even doubled. We have even doubled. But let's wake up, youths. In as much as you want to be rich, in as much as you want to be successful, in as much as you want the economy to improve, the economy can improve through your contribution. Now, you want the economy to improve. What are you contributing yourself? What are you doing as a youth? Literally nothing. For God's sake, I'm begging, if possible, today I'll give a benefit of that to say maybe the youth are busy, they are celebrating, maybe they will not contribute. I pray if there will be any day, maybe even tomorrow, let's continue to say we are still celebrating yesterday. Tomorrow, the liberator, I want the big man, if it's possible, if the management can consider that, let the big man even come tomorrow again, maybe in the morning, and see how many youths are going to ask me questions and maybe contribute. So the only thing this time with the youth, we have been driven, we've been driven so much into politics. We want to be... So much into politics, doing this, and at the end of the day, we even find ourselves in two pangas because we have felt like this is the only thing where I can find the money and the food on the table into politics. If I don't survive here, it means I don't know. It forces you now to do anything because that is your survival way. It forces you to do anything. If it means killing, you'll be able to kill. If it means beating, fighting, you'll be able to fight the worst. You have felt like that is your only way you are going to survive. Please, please, my fellow youth. If we cannot be able to be employed, let us employ ourselves and try to employ our friends. Maybe those are my contributions. Thank you, unless you have a question. No, thank you so much, Mr. Pumulo. We've heard your concern and yeah, we're really going to consider it. Please, you're welcome. Um, okay, so to our listeners, you've heard there, there are some of, some of the skills you can try out, such as farming for you to get money. Yes, you can talk to us, sir. Yeah, I think he... Ah, okay, we have a caller on the line. Hello. Hello, how are you? Wow, okay, you can tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is Chomba James Lukwesa from Mazabuka. Hello? Yes, you can tell us what you want to say, your contribution or your question. Yeah, I'm happy with the previous speaker, madam. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has said a lot. And what I can say, the problem is us youth nowadays. Yes. We think about the big things that we can we can't do and we leave the thing that we can do. For example, you have a hundred quarter cut you can't think for uh, to to open a mine, you see? Yes. What we can do with that hundred quarter is to go and buy the seedlings and plants. Um, sir, can you please turn the volume low on your radio? Okay. Yeah. Is it low? Uh, slightly. Okay. Yeah, I've done it low. Yeah, you can now. So, 
So what you can do, we can easily get something from there. Some, when you go to Lusaka, I find some youth, but they are selling the seedlings. They get a lot from there. Just one seedling is one quarter. One seedling is one quarter. So how much are they going to get at the end of that package which they have planted? It's, it's a lot, you yes. see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the capital that we can look for is just the, a piece of land, a hoy, and the little fetters, not a bag of fertilizer, but just maybe a gallon. You start from there. So we should not be thinking about the bigger thing that you can't do and leaving the thing that we can do behind. That was my contribution, madam. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Keep, keep on com coming, keep them coming. We're expecting a lot of youths to call as well. Yes. Okay, I think mm. uh, it is very difficult actually to summarize what they have said. Uh, on both sides, I can get that you don't need too much capital. Like the example I gave for somebody who I gave us. Okay, we have a caller on the line. Hello, you can tell us your name and where you're calling from. This is what you're calling me from Kawanga. Okay, you can tell us your contribution. Mm, yeah, I just want to talk on the same program that you have in there in the studio. But uh, the thing is, as you mostly, what mostly affects us, it, it's because mostly we like we like finding out what our friends are doing. So maybe Wanamzako is doing this project, he is doing well. So now you could check a mental thing. Yes. So you find that by the end of the day you don't know what that your friend sick on that stage. You don't know they are not mumbuyo. So what what only comes in your mind that how nine Niambo Gris and Anga ni took time or I do this but before you do anything, before you start any business, the first thing which is important, first research. After you are done with researching, you should know that if I do this business, am I going to make profit or loss? What are the chances of me making loss or profit? Yes. So you look at the advantages and advantages, the, the disadvantages and advantages of that business that you want to do. It's also very, very important because you may end up doing a business that you, you end up you, that you, you end up making loss at the end of the day. So we should also co consult. You should find out. What do you do? So they will tell you what is required. And you, you make sure you take note before you start any business. Not you know how to keep chicken. <laughs> so you end up like uh, that's why we, we end up being used as pawns in my youth. Yes. So I'm encouraging every youth in Zambia, countrywide. Apagairi, we are complaining of empowerment, empowerment. Let us empower ourselves. Let us help from our parents. They, they, are, they are going to, 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 to help us. Even some friends, you group up. Before you start keeping those tickets, find out from people who are doing that same project. Not you start just a No, you find out because you want at the, at the end of the day, well, what you should do, 
have in your mind at least a knowledge of your project. That was my contribution. Thank you. All right, thank you. That was our last call for today. And we we'll, sir, we may please give your last remarks. Okay, I think I'll give my my last remark in this maybe in this maybe in this direction. Uh, what we have said like as regards to business, maybe the last caller is saying one we may, we must do research. We must do research. Then apart from that, we don't need a lot of capital. Look around. All the callers, they have agreed that you can start with the smallest capital. I love these two who said 100 and they demonstrated how you can come up with a business which is viable. Don't look for the biggest capital. It will never come. I think that's how we can look at it. Then two, most youth, like I think one or two have mentioned that most of them, they just want to join politics. You know, in developed countries, those that are developed, few are in politics, many are in business. That's why those businesses are prospering, or those countries are prospering. What you contribute as an individual, it has an effect on the overall economy of the country. So all of us, as many as, men as we can, even those who are working, try to do some form of business. We shall strengthen our country. The youth, that's the largest uh, population that we have. But if they are not involved in business, this economy will never prosper. I think that's, our, that's my last um, maybe summary. Okay, and yes, uh, as just as he has said, there are people out there who have finished schools and they've graduated, but they don't have what to do. Here is a message from one of our friends who's listening to the show out there. Like, hello, entrepreneurship teacher. Um, have I have just started a business as a miller. I'm also in the civic, in the civil service due to lack of employment and delayment of salaries. So I'm I'm doing my own business out there and enjoying the, the little profit that I get. They are from G Sun's milling company. And Mopeta, you can give your last remarks. Um, what I would like to say is to the youths out there, you don't have, as he had said, you don't have to be limited. Do something that you love. You can start with the smallest capital that you have, but as you grow, your money also grows. Don't be seeing what people have and all that stuff. Just start with what you have, and then as you go, you will grow. Okay, Manifesto. Yeah, my last remarks can be as simple as just make money. Everyone has a book outside. Make money. That's it. All right, thank you so much, you all. You were listening to Youth Link Up Radio Show, our program known as Youth Celebration Bonus with Mr. Felix. I was your host, Luendo, with my friends, Mopeta and Manfesto. Thank you for joining us. Many seas must wind up sail Before she sleeps in the sand Yes, and how many times must the cannonballs fly 